okay? I don't give a fuck. I want to see him fuck shit up like Iron Man. Yeah, Christopher Reeves is still, in my opinion, like the comic perfectionist. Ah, he's Superman. a big soft pussy, too. Yes, but, he, but at the same time... He, he got killed by a horse. He's not Superman. <laughs> <laughs> he's super lame. <laughs> he comes to class the next day with fucking Polaroids. He's got four of them with him. One's with the girl. Him on top of there, naked. Like you know, they're. It's, I guess it's the, it's the the past version of the selfie when you think about it. Yeah. Like the yeah. big fucking camera guy. I sing and they were chest to chest. And they, <laughs> they were fucking. Chest, you fucking liar! You were chest to chest with a guy. Now, granted, it wasn't for that long. I'll give him that. But you know, they were chest to chest, and then they were barking at each other. Yeah, with Jonah saliva Jonah. falling over the dude. All right. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to You're Gonna Get a Disease with Luke and Nick. Hey buddy. Hey guy. Not fucking Jonah. No. Welcome back buddy. Or Serper. To the throne. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Pacifist. Thinks he's so great. Yeah. With his stupid face. With his stupid piece. No, actually, it's, it's, uh, I just got done popping that episode online. So by the time you hear this, it'll probably be next week sometime. But, uh, I was, I was really entertained just like hearing the show when I'm not part of the show. Yeah. Which is funny because, you know, when, when I'm editing this shit, I know what I'm going to say and what you're going to say, even though sometimes I'll forget and I'll chuckle. But it's always great when you you got a moment that you don't expect to laugh and you're like, ah, you know. <laughs> uh, so I've noticed two things. One, you're lost without me. And, and two, in all seriousness, Jonah relaxes you. He calms you down. Well, I was playing a different role. No, no, no. I really think, and this is, this is the same reason. All right. Uh, somebody asked me, me and Jonah have been friends for a long time. Um, he's the one that got me to join Sigma Delta and all the other stuff. I mean, he was, he's been basically right by my side since college. And when I was uh, hanging out with on Jonah... On your wedding all, night, he was on the bed next to you coaching you. <laughs> Put your hips in, Nick. Now move them out. Stroking my hair. Yeah. You're doing fine. It's okay. You're doing fine. Trust me. It's okay. Don't talk. <laughs> But no, but he, um, him and me have seriously had this super mellow relationship. I don't think there's been any fights, any real anger or animosity toward one another. And the thing about Jonah is that he really is been from like the get go, just my most relaxed drinking buddy. I don't think there's ever been a moment of drama besides the Sigma Delta nonsense that we've been through. It, it's always like good times and good cheers. And if me and Jonah were to do a show together, nothing would ever be conflict. It would be something to go to sleep to. It would be, yeah, it, it really would it'd just be like, be, it'd be two relax, guys jerking each other off. relax off. your head. <laughs> go to sleep. There's no conflict when we talk. It's always Rainbows. like, yeah, this is awesome. I love that too. Maybe once in a while we'll argue over what what flavor of Doritos might be better, and that'll be the extent of our anger toward one another. But you know, and 
it seems like he has that same effect on you. He makes you well, more no, mellow. I, I don't know. It was different. It was a different situation. I didn't want to come in and like attack him. Well, when you were asking political questions, he was he's like chilling. He's like, yeah, man, it's cool, you know. And you kind of like were like, come on, make me fucking mad. You're, you're like Bruce Banner, and you can't change into the Hulk because he won't piss you off. <laughs> well, I had to be the host too. You got to remember. He, I said, okay, do you want to, you know, do you want to lead? Oh no, no, I don't want to lead. So okay, so I guess I'm leading. So I had to play your role. So I had to kind of to keep the show. I mean, I can't just like be Sean Hannity and ask him a question and then <laughs> yell at him for his answer. Why do you hate Obama? No, wait, love. Never mind. It it was, it was a great show to listen to. I will say that, man. Um, I got some some issues with it. One, we don't embellish the stories at all. Fuck no, that. No, no, that was horseshit. No, no, Jimmy, you can go to hell too. We don't be- embellish any of the his thing stories. Is, if Jimmy was ever at a Jonah story, Jimmy was probably more <laughs> hammered than Jonah. Um, well, we do have a few of those where they're combined to, you know. Yeah, we should. We could to form Voltron. We can start a Jimmy segment. I think we need to start Jimmy segments. It'd just be really pouty most of the time. Just oh, you got a text? No, no more yeah, Cubs tickets. I hope it's Bears a- tickets this Amy's time. Amy's texting me. The season has changed. Are we going to read her text on the air? No. no <laughs> I don't even know what she's sending me. Did you feed the dog? No, it's like pictures and... Oh, shit. I love you. Aw. Yeah, you know. Rally. Yeah, okay. Number two, uh, you yes, know I, I, I rally, can, I rally I my wife. I respond to most of her texts with a smiley face. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> LMFAO. No, I, I, I rally my wife. Uh, you guys are accurate on that. I'm sorry. I do it. I'm not going to stop doing it. Fuck you. Um, what else did I have issues with? I had... Uh, listen to some of the points and what what surprised me on a couple things is where you took the more what you would say liberal viewpoint and he took the more conservative viewpoint Which with, with what? this one um the one that jumped out at me the most was when you were talking about the uh the qatar uh team the women's team they had to take off their what a burkas or whatever oh yeah, yeah their headwear and whatever. you were you were in support of them from what it sounded like at least on the air you were more in support of them not taking their shit off well i i you know and it, if i explain it you'll probably think oh wait he is more conservative mm. um i'm for religious freedom okay yeah, yeah, yeah. and religion is something that people hold very close to themselves and <clears throat> i have my beliefs you have your beliefs and i'm for People being able to do that, uh, have their beliefs, live out their beliefs, as long as they're not hurting someone else. Okay. And them wearing that head headwear, it's it's not a political statement. It's, it's just that's required in their religious beliefs. And like I said, so I didn't I know if it was said, headwear or something. It was like the to... scar. You know, they have to have their hair covered. It's part of their religion. How do they play the game? It, it, they had their uniforms and they were like kind of tucked in and whatnot. Hang on, I gotta let the fucking dogs in because they would go out for eight seconds. Hang on. All right. What's my song this week? Um, uh, oh, black water, keep it moving. Mississippi, moon, would you keep on shining? Oh, black water. I don't know the words. Mississippi, moon. Play some funky Dixie music. Take me by the hand, by the hand. Oh, hi, Luke. Um, no, what, what? Okay, they made this same argument, right? Uh, It was some religious freedom aspect with, uh, and I believe it was a Muslim faith. I'm not sure, so I don't want to just like throw out names of religions if I'm confused. But 
there, I remember the issue. It was like a driver's license photo. Yeah. And they wanted to have, they couldn't take it on, uh, off because their religion dictated it stay on. And all I kept thinking was, it's a driver's license photo. This is not violating your religious rights. It's for the purpose of identification. All right? If everyone took a picture with the burqa on, that's not an identification. Oh, she has the blue scarf with white stripes, and oh, she has the red scarf with... Hair is not an identification. You get the idea. It's like but here's you- the thing, though. I, you know, you, a woman can take a driver's license picture with black hair and then dye it blonde. Absolutely, but a majority of the time, and I would say at least 95% of the time, the basic facial structures, without the exception of gaining weight or getting a piercing or anything, which I believe they make you take out for a driver's license photo, it's going to remain the same. So, right. Yeah. So, but, so if having their hair covered or not, I'm just not, you know, if it's against their religion to take it off, then ah, leave it on. I, I mean, I, you know, I have, I have certain religious beliefs that if someone stepped in and said, oh, can't do it, I'd be like, the fuck? Well, I, I honestly don't think the religious rights are being violated. I think these are the rules. If you don't want to play by the rules, then you don't have to play the game. And, and that's didn't. what they did. And, they didn't. and I think, I think but everything I think works the, out. And I said the rules, the, the rules should be changed to, you know, no headwear unless it is required by your religious whatever. Because you want, you want to promote... Uh, uh, the dogs uh, are licking their chops right by your microphone. <laughs> you want, but you want to promote like no, uh, no. Um, a mutual respect around the world. All right. Then you got to respect. Uh, you show respect first. Okay. And I think that's kind of disrespectful to say your your religious beliefs aren't as as important See, as ours. I, I don't think it comes as a line of disrespect i think this is just the particular rule book you have to be dressed this it's like a dress code um i remember at saint joe's where i went to school and i think i might have mentioned this before saint joe's is a lasallian school um catholic school christian school i don't necessarily know it's cat if it's catholic, it's catholic. It, i, I want to say it is so we had a particular dress code that we had to abide by fair enough mm-hmm. we also had a facial hair code that we had to abide by yep uh, for the longest time, I had this dirt mustache, freshman, sophomore, and junior year. It was hideous. I, I don't know why. And you know, see, the things is, your friends are trying to grow the same hideous mustache, so they never fill you in that it looks so bad. And even if they did say it to your face, you, you wouldn't believe them because friends just bust each other's balls in the first place. And like, holy shit, I looked just Oh, awful. you would have believed me. <laughs> but you would be, I would actually valued your opinion more. Because I would have been a high school kid, you would have been in college. And no, no, so if we were the smarter. same age, I would have been like, the fuck is on your face? <laughs> I mean, oh, there no. was a point where Jonah had the mustache for a role, and I abused him daily. Oh, it was bad. Um, is that the uh, the uh, the one where he was like Jack Nicholson? And, uh, no, no, was that no, no, I think he, I forget what he did. He did it for um, um, Drowsy Chaperone. But oh, then yeah. he had the must, or Jeff had that thin mustache. I think he pulls it off. I don't off. even know what Jeff. Anyway, Jonah looked like a fucking child molester. Jonah, no, no, Jeff looks more like a child molester. Jeff, than Jeff is a child molester. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you girls know Jessica Grossi? You will. All right. Um, no, no. What I was getting at is okay. So senior year, they finally do this hardcore no facial hair thing for the seniors and i do remember this like pearl you got to shave off your you probably caused it 
No, it wasn't. They me. probably was, went look at Nick. There, Pearl. Was, I, there was a lot of shitty, shitty. That, they probably hair. looked at you and went, "Look at that fucking guy." Yeah, that was probably the poster boy let's, for let's it. Let's make a rule. Let's, Jesus this, Christ! You know, this is just a group of individuals that are not going to get laid with this really terrible facial hair. So we have to help these young men out. That's what it was the uh, the Christian preparatory school for. Anyway, they make this rule in senior year: got to shave off all the facial hair. So I go along with it. Don't really care. Well, there was a guy that was at our school. And I believe he was a year behind me. Uh, he was a junior, so when I was a senior. And he had a full beard. And he had, um, I don't know what they're called. It was like an Indian headdress. Not like an American Indian, but, you know, like yeah. native. Yeah. Or, no, you get Turban. That turban, that's what I'm saying. They're trying to think of the word. So he had a turban, and he had a full beard. I remember going up to Mr. Hornacek, which is John Hornacek, who is Jeff Hornacek's dad, who played for the uh, Utah Jazz against Michael Jordan. So this all ties in your old episode. Okay. Anyway, I go to the dean. I'm like, you know, not that I care, but I just think it's very unfair that somebody gets to have a beard mm-hmm. and I can't have any facial hair, even though it worked out for me in the long run. Um, he's like, it's just the way it is. No explanation. Yeah. So... That shit is aggravating to me, and it always has aggravated me from that particular moment. And it feels like this particular sports incident is related to that in my brain somehow. Uh, it's it's they're kind of they're related, but they're not. It's like unfair. Not, he should have to shave. Oh, fuck too. off, unfair. He you're you're fifteen. My, Life he, ain't fair. He came to a school that has this rule, regardless of religious belief. I had nothing to do with religious belief, as far as I'm concerned. It's like, well, if I have to shave, everyone should have to shave. That's the way it works. I chose to go to St. Joe's. St. Joe's didn't come to me, so that's the way well, it works. Well, exactly. You chose to go to St. Joe's. They're rules. So you don't believe it's unfair that this cat can walk around with a full beard? I don't really give a fuck. It's See, a private school. Ah. Private school can do what the fuck they want. Private club, you can do what the fuck you want. So this guy gets the single exception because of whatever reason. I, I don't know what the reason was. He's in the VIP club with a beard. Bullshit, whatever. I say. Look, beards are stupid. Beards are awesome. No, they're not. Yep. Nah. My wife won't let me shave. Rally. Hey, buddy. He's, Lloyd's got a nice beard, too. Yeah. Hey, um, all right. The other one that jive my gears. All right. I'm trying to come up with new phrases. I'm failing miserably. Uh, all right. I want to ask you this question, and I'm not shitting on you in any way. Yes. Not shitting on you. I'm, I'm not trying to pick a fight for the sake of picking a fight, but I just want some clarification. Okay. Um. You said in the last episode that your Christian beliefs are now basically ingrained with you, similar to how a person is born gay. You were born Christian based on your environment and everything, and now that's what your belief system is. And it's not a choice. Yeah. You firmly believe that that's not a choice. Jonah was fighting you on this tooth and nail. I know. So you, you believe it's a choice. No, I believe that what you truly oh, no, believe me, you don't in believe your it. heart. All right, for, take religion out of it. You love your wife. Yeah. Do you choose to love your wife? Yes. You do? Yes. So you you can decide then to change your mind and not love her? I would hope not, but yes. You can just decide that? Absolutely. Okay. Then maybe you and I approach things a little differently. I it's, it's, Let's just say you can fall out of love with somebody. You can fall out yeah. of love, but you're not choosing that. Well, you know, I it's think not some like I wake up one choice. day. You know what? I don't want to love this person anymore. You love him. I love my sister. She's an asshole, but I love her. So you're going by sister. the old doctrine, like, well, you know, uh, 
they're your family. You gotta love them. Type no, deal, or you're 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 simplifying it. I'm right. trying to make examples to show that there's situations where, in spite in spite of your best judgment, you still love somebody, okay. or in spite of any situation, it's unconditional. Okay, so you grow to love somebody. Well, in my years, I inside of me grew a belief. I don't choose. I don't go. I think I'm going to believe that. No, you, you, you. It just it is something you believe deep in your heart. Okay, and it's a. I tied it into being gay because people say, well, they're not choosing to be gay. They're born this way. They're you know, however, however it comes about, they're not just going to choose to be gay and des- or decide to be straight. I think that's been proven wrong. Uh- so that's why I tied it into gay because it's a hot topic that you know has come up where people say, oh, you know, they're. Doing this wrong and that wrong. Well, no, they're not choosing it. This is what they are. So my beliefs are what I am. I'm just saying, for the for the sake of getting your explanation and everything, there is no way in your heart, anyway, that you could choose ever not to be your religion that you currently. Have. I would not choose it. I might be convinced otherwise, or my feelings might change, or I might something might open up to me that I don't want to say evolution, but you could something might open up to me a new philosophy. uh, Yeah. Where I might go, wow, you know, that really touches me. Okay. Fair enough. Because the reason I was, uh, I was getting irked by when you say it was, you know, basically ingrained inside of you. I was like, I, I I kind of feel like when you take somebody in the situation, if they're an extremist, that's always a scary thought. They're like, I can't be convinced any other way. I was basically born an extremist. And that's, to me, like, if you can't, no. you can't, you, I like to have ideas. How I, I guess this is our religious company. We've never I talked about religion. Out, how I choose to act out yeah. my beliefs is a different thing. You know, the Muslim religion, if you read the text and you see it, it doesn't say anything about killing the infidels. Those are the freakish. No, there's like uh, two lines just of like, text, I believe, that, you know, but says just go like after. There's, just like there's, uh, you know, Christians that are extremists that blow up abortion clinics or, yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That doesn't, and people go, oh, you fucking Christians are sight. Well, no, I'm not blowing shit up. So you believe, you believe, honestly, that somebody can get a different philosophy over time. All right. All right. So that's, that's just cleared it up for me because when you said that, I would just kind of like, no, what? You can choose. You can you can make a choice in your brain to eventually walk. So that's a little bit more clarification on my part. Thank you, thank you. It was. I don't know why it was getting on my nerves. Let's see. There's nothing else in the last because episode. you didn't get to respond at that. Yeah, time. I really didn't. I didn't get to and jump on your fucking guts and just be like, Luke. No, well, fuck? you're not a religious guy. If it's something close to you, if there's a, if there's a belief in your heart that you honestly and truly believe. Um, you know, like Jonah's love for Ben Affleck. He doesn't choose that. Okay, I'm glad you fucking brought up Ben Affleck. That was the last thing I wanted to talk about. All right, we, you guys fucking discuss Man of Steel. The villain was Michael Shannon. Yeah, I thought right. about it after. I remember Michael his name Shannon. After. All right, great actor. All right, let's let let me shit on that movie. If you got 70 hours, all right. Um, it was terrible. I okay. Me and Jake Sanders, who is in town, uh, I've gotten in this fight with him three times now about how terrible this fucking movie is. He thinks it's good? He thinks it. We saw it together. Him and our wives saw it together. We went to the showing. And first of all, it's emo Superman. All right. Just walking around the countryside sad, which is, you know, fucking Superman. Shouldn't it be? Yeah. Let's just establish right now. Superheroes. I don't care how they feel. (laughs) 
Okay? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I want to see him fuck shit up like Iron Man. Yeah, Christopher Reeves is still, in my opinion, like the comic perfection of ah, he's Superman. a big soft pussy too yes but he but at the same time he, he got killed by a horse he's not <laughs> superman <laughs> <laughs> he's super lame uh, no no see okay crypto horse the, okay let, let me just give you the one positive of the movie before i go in the shit mode because the movie had some of the best superhero fights i've ever seen when they're fucking throwing each other into a walmart and whatever that was pretty awesome and the fight downtown was pretty awesome but it looked too similar to 9-11 at certain points. And I was like, oh, those buildings really are falling over a lot. But here's the part that I just still can't get Every past. time a building like falls over in a movie, it's not 9-11. Well, there was like 10 of them. Well, there was only two. In, and in there was like, there were, and it wasn't like evacuate the city, Superman. No, like there's people like looking in the windows. Oh, shit. Building going down. Like it was, they, they, they did a thing on the internet. People like, okay, estimate so you, the damage. It was nine, $900 billion dollars. So you think it should be more like the old uh, G.I. Joe cartoons where every plane they get shot down, the guy parachutes out, no one ever gets shot? And it's all lasers. In spite Never of bullets. The, in spite Never of the bullets. lasers, shooting 500 <laughs> lasers at them. <laughs> and nothing I don't know how anybody ever loses. No, Duke was the only one that got killed in that show. Oh, no, it, he got killed overseas. In the United States version, they added a line to the movie. I remember this. You remember that show, G.I. Joe? Hmm? Duke was the guy with the blonde hair, and so they killed him in the movie, and they never show him again. He dies. Yeah. But at the end of the movie, like, as before the credits roll up, it's like, hey, Doc called in. Duke's going to be just fine. Credits. <laughs> and I was like, wow, they really copped out right there. They couldn't keep them dead because they were afraid, like, so many five-year-olds were going to cry. But let's, let's go back to Superman, all right? The scene with his dad. You remember this movie. There's a tornado coming through. Okay. All right. Tornado coming through. All these cars are like blocking the expressway. I think it was him, his dad, his mom, and the dog in the car, or some shit yeah. like that, and they're fighting. Mm-hmm. So the tornado's coming and fucking everything up. Mm-hmm. So his dad's like, oh, you go under the viaduct or whatever, and I'll rescue the dog. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right there, that's. I mean, just terrible storytelling. I'm sorry. Like The old man is going to get the dog for what reason? I don't know, because my son is a fucking space alien who could just easily pick up the goddamn dog and run with it. Okay, that aside, that aside, I'm going to I'm going to leave leave it to that and say, okay, I'll I'll believe it so far. Who, Who played the dad? Kevin Costner. So maybe they just wanted to kill Kevin Costner. Well, every movie should kill Kevin Costner. Yeah. Except for Dances with Wolves. I like that one. Yeah, I like that too. So. He goes under the viaduct. Kevin Costner's there. So he fucks up his foot or something like that, and he's trying to get the dog out. Dog runs away. So the dog cleverly can just go to where the dog will be safe. Mm-hmm. All right? And Kevin Costner's stuck. Mm-hmm. Tornado is barreling through. The dog is smarter than Kevin Costner. The dog Costner. is smarter than Kevin Costner. The dog manages to get to safety without fucking his help. So, all right, your first line of action was useless, and now you're stuck. Okay. So Superman is... There with like maybe a half you know, this dozen. Maybe, this this discussion may be worse than the movie. No, no, no. no this discussion is going somewhere. All right. There's like 30, 40 people under this fucking viaduct. And Superman is staring back and his dad. The tornado's coming through and Kevin Costner sticks his hand out. And he's like, no, don't rescue me. I don't want you to reveal your powers to the 40 people that might see you. Because Superman fucking, you know, can go as quick as a bullet. He could have just ran over there, grabbed him, ran back. 
And everyone would have been like, what the fuck was that? I don't know. Wind must have took him. Shit. So he just lets his dad get killed by a fucking tornado. Mm-hmm. For what reason, Luke? Tell me the point of that for the movie. Tell because me the point of evolution. Needed, Tell me the point of needed, conflict. Tell me this needed, point. He needed to walk around the field sad. And he needed a reason. <laughs> There was no I don't know, reason it was a for bad that fucking movie. That w- I said it's a bad movie. That- what do you want from me? It sucked. It was stupid. I I that movie made I think four hundred million bucks too. Because it's it's Superman and General Zod, and people want to see it. Look, anytime Why don't you, you have just another planet, what was their home planet? Their home planet sucked. Krypton. Hey, Why don't they have like TVs? All their rooms are just these basically plain rooms that they walk around in, <laughs> and they're like look like rock. I'm like, dude, you're fucking an adv- advanced species. Get a fucking plasma, put it up there, play some fucking PS10 because you should be on that by now. I mean, what the fuck are these people Sex doing? Robotic Alyssa Milano. I'm serious. You know, you know we got the like the futuristic technology thing, right? Like, the, you ever see Thor? That was awesome. They're like, yeah, that was a good movie. That was pretty cool. But I mean, I just don't get the fact that his dad has to die. It, it was it was a total cop out as far as writing goes. You made conflict for no reason. Like he doesn't sit around for the rest of the movie and mope about his because dad. his dad dies in the Superman story, but he has a heart attack and he can't save him. That makes more sense to me. Okay, so yeah. a tornado was more exciting. <laughs> was a shitty. I'm tornado. sorry. The first Superman with Christopher Reeve, like the first hour, was boring as fuck. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm looking at that movie through rose-colored glasses because of you know I was a kid when I saw it. But I don't think any kid walking into this movie is going to be like, wow, that was the greatest superhero movie ever. They're walking out like, why did Superman snap the villain's neck at the end? Couldn't he just taken his hand and blocked his ray vision because he's Superman? Couldn't he just uh, made him pass out? But no, he decides the only way to save him is to... If he's that fucking strong, how come he couldn't do that earlier? But all right, never mind. That's Fuck me. If again. I know you, just like seem to have memorized the movie. I I just oh. remember watching it, going that sucked and blocking it. <laughs> well, they're making this new one now with Ben Affleck, Jonah's boyfriend, and I. You know what the cool thing about they're going to make a billion dollars in that movie. If Jonah was Ben Affleck's boyfriend, Ben Affleck would be the top, <laughs> and just pound Jonah's mushy ass. <laughs> this is for us. <laughs> Condom free. <laughs> Uh, well, he said he liked Mallrats so much. That's when Ben Affleck's all trying to ram Shannon Doherty in the ass. So I guess Jonah likes it in the ass. Yeah, yeah it proves it. It proves it. Oh, other than that, that's all I had with this show. Okay. <laughs> we spent half of this show, spent half a show about talking this about show. the previous show. <laughs> that's good. I haven't even uh, listened to the whole thing. You're talking about shit I don't even remember talking about. That's all right. Hey, uh, real quick, um, the guys over at UTJH, uh, oh, that just happened. They did our political conversation, which I thought was uh, enlightening. I had no idea about their political views. And uh, Rodney's a, a Republican. That a boy. And uh, it was he, he was uh, busting out some knowledge and everything. I didn't even hear it. He he was uh, he was just basically going on. He was talking about how uh, he had uh, seen people at Butera, uh, the grocery store. I don't know if you remember this place. There was only a few of them. And he worked at Sounds the one familiar. right in um, close to Elmhurst. It might have been Hillside or Berkeley or right over there. Okay. And how he was basically saying, like, these guys would roll up in, like, super expensive cars and pay for shit with food stamps. Mm-hmm. And That makes him a Republican? No, 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 no. He was just pissed off. He, he sees how the system can be fucking 
Uh, well, that, I don't think any political party. That's that's just common sense. No, no, but I mean, just I'm just I would that that story stuck out to me so much because you know it really is sad that I like social programs. They're they're needed for a do. lot of people. That, yeah, but I mean seriously, uh, my family wasn't well to do when I was growing up. I got benefits that other families didn't. I think I turned out pretty good. I consider myself middle class at this point, lower middle class. But, I mean, I definitely had benefits from some of these social programs. And I am like him where it irks me mm-hmm. when somebody takes advantage of that. Sure. And, it, you know, it's really hard to please but this here's like here's the, the common belief that I'm going to destroy right now. Okay. This had nothing to do with being a Republican. This was just the story. Republicans thing. aren't against social programs. You're awful human beings. That's all. Republicans are you need, against you need abuse of social of programs and and pushing our people to be reliant on social programs. Well, the idea of a social program is to help you till you get back on your feet. The problem I have with the Democrats is they say no, 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 and not all, but as politicians, they're like. Here's the program for you. Don't worry about it. And you freaking coddle these people where there's no desire. Well, there's no desire to get back on your feet. Oh, we'll just extend the benefits. See, I just don't know how rampant it is. I would like to think it's not crazy. Like they they want to do drug testing for people that are welfare recipients. This is one of the things that they mentioned there. My sister yeah. used to buy drugs with food stamps. No, that's fucked up. Okay, I'm not going to say it doesn't happen because we know it happens. All right. But this this whole thing about drug testing with welfare, I think that was prevalent in Florida. I think it's like Rick Scott's the governor down there. Yep. So they did it. They did the drug testing, the welfare recipients. And it was like less than a half a percent of people abusing the system. Okay. My point is the waste of money for doing that test was actually much more you know, to the taxpayers of Florida, how many of the people stopped doing drugs? See, but you're saying you're saying, well, we didn't get the results, so let's just forget about it. No, yes, you. Why shouldn't it's so, pointless? Okay, so those people that they did catch, okay, they're not on the welfare system anymore. Uh, but I think it's like literally less than a thousand. When you're talking less about less than a thousand people, aren't getting their fucking food stamps. Then I think it's worth it. The I amount don't of a, money spent. In that who cares? Money like, isn't everything. Yes, Mr. it is, Mister Mr. Republican. Wouldn't money actually be more beneficial going to other stuff, the roads? Or what? So the we schools, could give more. Or... Is there a big complaint about the roads and schools in Florida? Hey, listen. Again, I'm going on the system. If you're going to get a welfare check and you want to drug test somebody, fine. Everybody in the government should be drug tested just fine. Much. Yeah, let's make it all. Have Rick Scott pee in Look, a cup. if everybody, if everybody. Don't Any, say don't do cocaine. Anyone who anyone who rails against drug tests is on drugs. I rail against drug tests, and I'm not on drugs. If you had to get a drug test to get a job, would you be all upset? No. Okay, then it. you don't rail against drug tests. No, I would be. Because, oh, it's a violation of my privacy. No, you're a fucking Oh, I get what you're addict. saying. You're like, this is bullshit. No, yeah. I'm not one of those guys. I mean, I That's would, what I mean. The people I, that, I would say, I, I think I don't a need drug to test is a violation of privacy. Privacy? <laughs> <laughs> that would make sure you're not going to steal, cokehead. Yeah, fuck. Ah, oh, well. Sorry, my mic's fucking up. Here Lloyd. Lloyd, you, you, need to, crazy. you need to fucking chill out. Lay down. All right, I'm going to read something. I'm going to I want to talk something. about my, my Minnesota school. Talk about your Minnesota school. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring this up for next. No, we can talk about both. Minnesota school. 
That angry fucking sigh. They passed. <sighs> they passed. Now it's being revisited, but they basically passed that a 14-year-old transgender who says right. he's, he identifies as a woman. So 14 and I think I've seen this on the new this who kid. plays sports. They what? said that this boy girl, whatever you refer to he, she. whatever you're supposed to refer to this person as could shower in the girls locker room with the girls. Before you continue, uh you know the phrase LBGT, lesbian, bisexual, gay, transgender. Yeah. They added a Q after it in some sectors like I've seen on the What does the Q stand for? I'm not kidding. I'm not, I'm not making this up. I, mean, I don't know. Queer? I don't know. I maybe that's I the thought only that thing. was an offensive term, but I don't know what I, else Q I, would well, be. Well, the like, queer eye for the straight guy was the name of a show. Maybe that's like a term that's been embraced at this oh, point. Fuck but, if I know. Yeah, but I mean, doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, all right. I don't Never know. mind. Sorry. Continue. Continue. I don't know. Quid you? Quid you ball? So they said that this fourteen-year-old boy, all boy parts, could shower with the girls because he identifies as a woman, as a female, and therefore. They wanted this person to be comfortable. How you feel about that? <clears throat> All right. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw a report on something. If if it's not the same thing, it's something extremely similar. There's been a few it. cases. Um, the one that I saw, I would be hard-pressed to tell it was a boy. Uh, I remember seeing this news footage. It, I mean, it, the for, picture with the kid with the long hair. It, 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 this was a video, so this wasn't okay. even like. Um, for all intents and purposes, like if I would have sat next to this person, I would have sworn it was a girl. Okay, one hundred percent. Okay. Um, and what they did there, from what I recall, it's like the mom and dad were like, "Well, you know, he he was a boy growing up, but um, he's always identified himself as a girl." And, you know, we brought him to the doctor and all these other things. And and doctors basically saying, well, his uh, estrogen levels are off the charts and all this other for all intents and purposes. You know, he could have been very well born a girl. He just has male anatomy at this point. Mm -hmm. And so they they brought the the kid to school and they wanted the kid to be able to use the the bathrooms in the women's room because the kid was very uncomfortable Mm -hmm. being around the men. And a lot of parents got upset about this, similar to, you know, the story that you're talking about. And from what I understand, they did. They they took a basically a vote and they brought the information to all the parents and said, look, this is a situation. Mm-hmm. This person wants to be identified as a woman. Uh, this is not the issue of somebody that uh, is trying to look at women in the bathroom or anything like that. It's just somebody that has a sexual identity that corresponds to the other side. And would you be comfortable with this happening? And they did like, I think it was like a democratic system where they voted it and they said the the kid could go where he wanted to go. And it was viewed as a, a girl from now on. So, I mean, at that circumstance, it, it looked like everything was done in a way that I would have done it. Like, let's find out. Let's, you know, let's not try to change the law. Let's talk about our school in this situation at this particular spot and see if there's a, a common ground where we can help everybody. 
And, okay. the, and the kids were accepting it. I think they got the kids involved and all this other stuff. It wasn't just like, let's ignore the kids' feelings on this. It was like everybody was brought in on the discussion. Okay. This story, I don't know if that's the case. It's Is it more like they're just forcing the issue and saying this person has to I don't to know. Be... I don't know. I It should the, be brought the, up to the a school. The original story is different. Simply because it's use a bathroom. This one was use the bathroom or there's something. There's stalls like that. and whatnot. So yeah. this is showering. All right. So I don't care what they look like on the outside. And there was a big, you know, of course, the discussion online with all the people. And, you know, the one guy, you, and at first off, I, my original response was when I was 14, I would have said anything to shower with a girl. <laughs> So if I if they said, hey, if you say you identify as a woman and people freaked out, of course, because I posted this. All right. Oh, you got to you're going to dress and do the look, guy. The point is, there are going to be situations where someone is going to try to abuse it. But yes, forget about that. Let's say it's just this one person and all good intentions. Would you want your 14 year old daughter to be in the same shower with some somebody walks in with their big floppy donkey dick smacking against their thigh and they're in there going it's okay i have a lot of estrogen i don't know if the audience could hear me laughing right now <laughs> i just pictured this 14 year old with like a dick down to his knee i'm yeah. like whoa whoa well, seriously though it's you, okay you make one hell of a straight it's, guy like they're going to be like it's okay because he thinks that he's a girl so you guys need to deal with it. You and know, this is my whole this is my whole fucking point is the consideration is what well, we don't want we want this person to feel comfortable. Fine. But you want everybody else to feel comfortable. You got yeah. you know how many other girls that are if I had a 14-year-old daughter, I'd be like if that fucking kid showers with my daughter, I am going to the school with a shotgun and I'm going to fucking blow his dick off <laughs> so that <laughs> next time he goes in that shower See, I'm not taking this the 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 same viewpoint as you in this. I'm okay. shocked. I, or, yeah, I, I I knew you would be like. Look at my daughter aside. Let's, no, 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 not your daughter. Okay, aside. let's let's let's. let's let, I I just don't like using her as a crutch for any conversation. But it's not a crutch. It's um, a, you're, it, oh, it should open your eyes <clears> to a whole new way to think about things. I got to be honest with you. It would be. One hell of a long conversation in my brain to justify her being in a in a shower with somebody like that in that kind of setting. Now, at the same time, you know, the way I read the one story that I did, it seemed like that is definitely something I could be okay with. Uh, if I talked to her and she said something along the lines, "No big deal, I don't care," you know, it's a shower. We're in there for. 30 seconds, we get out, whatever. You mean it's like your daughter's? Yeah, if my daughter says it to me, Dad, I don't really care. But I would and care. I, and I, and so, if, so, so let me ask you this, and I don't want to be disrespectful no, about no, your no, daughter, no, no, but no, let's no. say she's 16, you walk in on her on the couch with a boy doing something that you don't want her doing at 16 in oh, your house. you're getting a whole bunch now, of hypothetical, all right. Says, what if she says, what if she says, it's okay, Dad. You know, I mean, it lasted like 30 seconds because he's 16. I'd break his ribs. 
Okay. Yeah. So why is that? But that's 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 a little bit. That's a sexual interface. You're is as you opposed don't think to naked going through puberty. Everything is a sexual interface. All right. No. So I you... had an erection for like ninety percent of the time from fourteen. All to right. 16. I, I ask you this then: When you've gone to the shower, when you were changing from the wrestling games, is that a sexual experience between you and the guys in the shower? If everything's a sexual experience, no. From fourteen, no, because I wasn't gay. <laughs> But even the gay dudes are just like, I'm fucking sweaty. It's dirty. I want to get clean. Like, you don't think the gay dudes that ever check somebody out in the shower? Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. And But you know what? Here's what you're forgetting. We all had like parts. So it's not like it's like this whole new thing that comes in and you're staring. Okay? All right. You know I what? would not want my daughter. I don't care. I'd be like, hey, I'm, you know, here's what I would say. Here's, here's Principal Luke. <laughs> I get that you identify as a woman. That's wonderful, okay? Now, you can dress how you want, but we are not going to make other people uncomfortable in a situation that might be a little private for them, like showering, okay? So what we're going to do is we're going to set you up with a private shower. You can do your thing. If you you don't want to shower with the guys, I can't put this on the girls to be forced to accept a naked boy. I'm sorry. You're still a boy. You got a cock and balls. And that's a clinical term, cock and balls. So, um, okay. So instead of putting out everyone else, I'm just going to have you shower over here. Oh, I'm sorry. You're crying. I'm sorry. You're upset that you you identify as a woman, so we all have to fucking jump on board. No, actually, your solution is something that I'm not upset with either. I think the solution is actually pretty good. Like, you shower 15 minutes before everybody else, and you're... You're done. You don't have to do yeah. something private. You don't have to build a whole new infrastructure for the one private student. Just you go in earlier. Yeah. That way no one's offended. You can have your privacy. Because if it's strictly a privacy issue or it's a gender association issue, then it shouldn't be an issue to go take a shower 10 minutes earlier in either locker or room. Or shower with the guys since you got a dick. It's, you know. It, you got a dick. I think the the, in the situation that uh, that I was reading, it's the person was getting really made fun of a lot and all this other shit because... You know, again, it was a girl, but, you know, it was a guy at the same time. Who knows? But, you know, I I guess I just don't take the same shotgun approach. (laughs) I don't think you would either. I think you would would come down to this this mild solution. I really do. My kid wouldn't be showering with the kid. kid. (laughs) Okay. And if I was the father of the transgender kid, I'd be like, you know, you got a pretty unique situation here. I I think I'd take the same situation. Instead of making... Everyone else adjusts to you. Let's get you, you know, you're, 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 you're reaching milestones here. They're accepting you, you know, you're not getting your ass kicked at school. They're, you know, they're letting you dress the way you want, wear the makeup. That's all good. But, you know, you still got the parts. So why don't we either have you shower with the guys or wait till you get home to shower? Speaking of showering with students, Luke. (laughs) Yes. All right. Great story. I sent this to you earlier. You read this one? I told this oh, to Allison. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. told this to Allison. She's like, "You're a fucking pig." I got one word to say. Uh, you read. You read the. You read the the headline, and I right. will respond. Two high school teachers arrested over threesome with student. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Two Louisiana high school teachers are in jail after a 16 year old student they allegedly had a threesome with bragged about the encounter at school. To give you clarification, the two teachers are both. Tall blondes. Attractive. Uh, one is 24, and the other one is 32. Um, 
pretty girls. Nice. Just from these from these uh, mug shots, anyway. <laughs> and it's a 16 year old boy. This motherfucker right Rocks. here. Uh, seriously, like for the rest of okay. And I, I said, and I was laughing about it. And Allison was giving me shit. But I know it's a double standard. I get that it's a double standard. It's, it's an awesome double it's standard. An awesome, this is the double standard where it's like awesome. You know, I, I sorry, I, man. I can't see something that's this kid is not going to be traumatized for his entire life over this situation. No, no. No. If anything, he's going to have a better life. He is, he's going to walk in a room and everyone's going to be quiet and they're going to be like, that's the guy. If I was <laughs> if I was 16 and I could have had a threesome with two hot teachers, I would have cut off my foot to do it. <laughs> I'd have been like, oh, all I have to do is saw off my foot? Okay. <laughs> oh, man. I, just, I, I, I know. I'm a pig. Does I, it I say in it. the story if the two teachers went down on each other? To, to read some sort of awesome looking triangle that would have been awesome i just want to know if he got the full effect <laughs> those teachers do not look happy about the situation at all in their mug shots they're like Meh. well they a, got arrested for i well i how does somebody that's a 16 year old boy let's be honest what kind of rabbit sh- fucking foot does this kid have i don't know that's what pisses me off i haven't seen what the kid looks like i'm 42 and i still can't get it and what makes these two women a 24 and a 32 year old teacher at a high school think that the 16 year old boy that just had sex with both of them wouldn't talk about it at the same time (laughs) i don't know i would make a banner I'd make a Facebook page. I would get it tattooed <laughs> on my chest. I mean, even if I was bad. Yeah. <laughs> I got this. 30 seconds here. 10 seconds there. Still did it. High fives all around. I actually, this is really funny. This relates to back to St. Joe's again. I had um, a buddy. I'll, I'll keep it nameless because I'm not sure if this information can be broadcast. I'm friends with one of them on Facebook. Uh he said he had sex with a mom and a daughter. So he was dating a girl that was his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. How he old said, was he? he? He at this point he he was uh, eighteen with me in high school. Okay. So this is my senior year. <clears throat> he said he had sex with his girlfriend, and he also had sex with her mom at the same time. No, not at the same time. Everyone's like, "Fuck you, bullshit!" You know, nice. you're talking out of your ass. He's like. I'm going to prove it. I'm like, fuck it. How are you going to prove it? He comes to class the next day with fucking Polaroids. He's got four of them with him. One's with the girl. Him on top of there naked. Like, you know, they're. Bo- it's, I guess it's the, uh, the the past version of the selfie when you think about it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the big yeah. fucking camera guy. And then he's got three pictures of the mom naked. Uh, but he's only in one of them. And the other two with like her posing. So just based on that alone, like these weren't porn shots or anything like that, mm. but just based on that. Was the mom d- hot? Oh, yeah. T- t- I mean, from what I remember, it was a pretty nice. blonde daughter and a pretty. <laughs> well, maybe you could have found the pictures. <laughs> you know, it's true. But he was in one of our. Uh, so he was in the pictures with both of these women. Nice. So, I mean, he got two shots with him in it, one shot or two of the pictures were just the mom solo. And I'm just thinking, does this story hold water? If you were an 18-year-old kid and your buddy showed you those, would you believe him? Because there was a few, a few people like, this is bullshit. You I have, somehow. I was friends 
not close friends, but knew the, a guy. It was after he graduated, mm-hmm. but he was eighteen and was banging a teacher. Oh my god! Um, how does that happen? From the well, I can tell you how they got together. <laughs> he told us the story. Tell me a story, Luke. I'd say. I mean, you know, they were because she used to like hang out with. She she had issues. Cause she used to <laughs> hang out with. Like younger people, you think these two ladies and had we issues? would be around. No, no, they were great. Um, <laughs> but she, they started like he just like one day was sitting there and decided to try to kind of touch her in the spot, and she went, "Wait a minute," and then like basically was like, "Are you? Is this is what you want?" And he was like, "Yeah." And then they ended up like dating for a long time. Oh, so like, did they stay together? Well, for a while. Oh, no, I didn't know if they were married today and have kids. No, and it all no, worked out. she got much too old for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's our teacher stories. Man, uh, l- let me tell you a, a fun story uh, from my trips. Um, I guess this, this doesn't all relate, but it, it, the night I had left um, was Monday night uh, last week. It was the Bears, uh, not Packers. It was the week before that. Jets. Bears and Jets. We won, we won that game, I believe. Bears. Bears. Uh, so I get to um, Tampa, Florida. I get off the plane and everything. Uh, I got this kind guy that took me in an airport shuttle that didn't go to my hotel. He, I was waiting around for like 20 minutes for the shuttle. They never fucking showed. Some guy helps me out. Drops me off. And I was like, hey, is there a good place to get a beer around here? Uh, my colleague from Germany is getting in, but it's like four hours later. He's like, yeah, go across the street. There's a place called Slackers. I'm like, okay. So I put my crap in my room, go across the street. I get inside. It is an all-out Packer bar in the middle of fucking Tampa. It says Cheese County and Packer Country, and they've got these big banners. It looked like a Buffalo Wild Wings, Mm -hmm. but it was Packers colors everywhere. And I'm like, God damn it. Of all the fucking bars in Florida, I'm in a goddamn Packer bar. Mm -hmm. But I'm here. I get a cheeseburger and some fries, and I'm watching the Bears game. And it's like the third quarter, and I got to leave because I got to get back to the airport to show the guy around. Um, so the waitress comes up to me. She's very nice. And she goes, hey, uh, everything okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's all good. Uh, so do you want another beer or anything? I'm like, no, I got to get the tab. She goes, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, you want to hang out? I was like. What? She goes, yeah, I get off work in like 30 minutes. I didn't know if you wanted to hang out. Nice. <laughs> and ser- I, I was so fucking dense because seriously, when I get hit on, it's usually by 50 to 60 year old women at this point. Mm-hmm. And I can see that coming a mile away. Ah. And, you know, it's it's usually pretty cute. They're harmless. But this girl was like, 25 26 and i have not been hit on by somebody young i can't tell you the and last you're time. wearing your wedding ring oh yeah oh yeah it's not like i took it off for the cheeseburger it's slackers yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and i was like oh no i i i have to leave and she goes yeah i know she's like do you want to hang out and i was like oh no no i am thank you so much no i got to get back to the airport she goes okay you know but if you want, I'm working here tomorrow night. And I was like, man, wow, laying it on thick. So I, that's, that's the end of the story. But I think you can relate to this. How good does that feel? Oh, it's awesome. Isn't it the greatest fucking feeling ever? I mean, 
Look, look, I know it's going to sound like a rally, but I mean, I'm sure Amy can even say, Ali and Amy would probably get hit on all the time and they don't think anything of it. They just kind of like brush it to the side, like, oh, well, perverts, you know, when a guy gets hit on, it's the biggest trip. They're normally not the aggressor. And when you're sitting there completely minding your own business and you're married and you've settled in and you, you sort of set your mind to, I'm never going to travel down that road again. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, someone kind of like opens the door, like like they open the door to a little party and go, you peek in and you go, this could be cool. You want to come in? <laughs> and you kind of, you look for a second and you go, wow, they invited me to the party. And you go, no, I can't go to that yeah, party. Yeah, I can't go to the party, but it's but nice to know I was invited. it's nice to be invited. <laughs> Exactto-mundo. Uh, so, yeah, it's nice to be invited to the party, man. So, hey, congratulations. You got invited to the party. I, I got hit on. And that's that's from not from a, uh, a divorcee, a 50-year-old woman who is looking to anger her husband. That was It's always a good feeling. So, yeah. That, that was a nice little story that came good out. Good for of you, place. buddy. Hey, you know, I don't know if you got any more stories. I'll save more for the um, next recording. Of me getting hit on? I got a, I, there was a woman that uh, sells me some advertising that, that very, and I'm like, oh, this you, sounds completely recent. dense. Oh, this is well within the last couple of years. Okay, um, and she comes in and she'd been selling me, you know, to the point that like I beat her down the first time she came through my door. Ray Rice got her, got her price. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I freaking gave her a short left hook and bounced her head off a that wall. Was fucking terrible. And then Sorry. I bought advertising from her. <laughs> no, um, you know, I, I. I beat her up about her price and got her to come down and uh, give me all kinds of different things. And then now she's at the point where she just sends me an email and says, it's time to renew. Come in and, you know, and I say, okay, come on in and sign the paperwork. Well, all right. <clears throat> she had come in and, uh, you know, we, we always chit chat for about 10 minutes, you know, friendly lady, um, attractive. All right. Probably early forties. I'm guessing. Late thirties, early forties. Um, but she has said to me at one point, she's like, "Oh, you know," she would talk about her her husband and her kid, and she's like, "Well, I'm actually, you know, I, I'm going through a divorce." She was okay. giving you the small talk, yeah. And I said, "Oh, you know, sorry to hear, you know, whatever." And then she asked, "You know, are you with anybody?" And I said, "Well, yeah, actually, I, you know, I have a girlfriend." Um, and that was it, you know. And then like. A couple months later, she had to come back, and I had to prove some artwork for this thing. And I said, she came in, and she was talking to me more about her, you know, going to, and telling me more personal stuff. And I kind of like, okay, you know, and I'm kind of listening. And then she asked me, you know, are you still with your girlfriend? And I said, well, actually, you know, we're engaged now. Oh, okay. Oh, good. You know, I don't know. you know. And then she leaves, and you know, and I start going about my business, and about. 10 minutes later, you know, my brain catches up and I go, I'm, I, 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 I think, I think I was getting hit on. <laughs> so I go to the girl at tendon bar and I go, let me ask you a question. I go, if someone sits down and asks you, I go, you want to know if she was sitting on you? And I go, yeah. Like before I even say it, she goes, oh yeah, she was. I go, how do you figure? She goes, well, her body. And she starts telling me about her body language. And how she was turned towards me, and how she hit her knees. Yeah, and, I never noticed. And all any this of that. shit. And I went, and then I went, well, she asked me, and I said, if I, you know, she asked me last time, if I asked me, she's telling me all this stuff. She goes, she was definitely hitting on you. She was fishing to see if you were 
open for something. Going on a date or something like that. You know, just feeling the waters. Yeah. And I went, oh, I got hit on. That's a good You know, and then I walk away. I'm like, doo-doo-doo. See, the closest I came to getting hit on before that was uh, somebody just feeding me drinks at a at a Stafta event, which was just uh, a buxom waitress kept giving me a maker's mark on the rocks without me ordering any of them. So I don't know if that's getting hit on or not because there was no like other messages sent, but just like, here you go. Thanks. So booze is the way to a man's heart besides chicken. And least, cheeseburgers. And cheeseburgers. I got some more stuff, but... Um, I'm going to let it wait because I'm going to save it for next episode. There's a couple different segments you want to try out. <clears throat> one of them is called Living Wake. I'm going to wait till next episode for that. But the, the I don't one, like that segment. I, and we're going to try one. I'm going to give you, I'll do one next week and see if you like it. But this week, we want to introduce a new segment called um, Dr. Luke. Oh, Dr. Dr. Luke. <clears throat> Dr. Luke, I have scoured the internet for some of the toughest love questions. Uh, out there and uh people want your opinions on these questions uh, okay if you would like to write into dr luke about your love questions feel free to send the uh the questions to the you're gonna get a disease facebook page put any questions you would like dr luke to answer in the meantime i've got some preset questions for you luke okay these are all from uh, that's dr luke dr luke yeah i didn't go go to medical school for seven years to <laughs> have just be called luke <laughs> And uh, th- these are all from uh, penthouse forums, uh, oh, that okay. kind of shit. Uh, right. so, uh, but, uh, An you... excuse to look at Phil? <clears throat> no, these are all letters. I don't think letters are too filthy. I like to read, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> and Jonah was jerking off to fucking fantasy football. I can jerk Obviously. off the letters. So um, let's see. All right. Uh, I, I'm going to read one of them. Let's, uh, let's see. Oh, this is notorious. All right. This comes from a woman who's asking, my husband's junk is small okay so they're already married okay they're already married do i tell him or live the lie tim he already knows his junk is small yeah i think i think he's he's aware you just you know you're in the boat with him no matter what did you fuck him before (laughs) you got married (laughs) you know so what's the good you tell him I, i don't think you need to tell him I think you, you, there's a ways around telling him, and it is by teaching him to use his tongue better, or introducing toys to the situation. I think that would probably be the uh, the yeah. alternate right there. Because why why would you hurt his feelings? You already married him. I mean, he would define small. What's small? I mean, how do you know if you're? I mean, unless your dick is completely tiny. That's all. That's I think on most the guys figure they're they're average. I'm I'm assuming that. Uh, She's just not being satisfied. I think that's probably the... If you're not being satisfied, then you need to introduce other segments to your sex life. Bring, bring Whether it be uh, toys, teach him how to use his tongue better, bring in a midget, <laughs> whatever whatever floats your boat. There's other ways to be satisfied. Uh, you know, I, I You think... could cuckold him and, and bring another guy in. Whatever you want to do. He's got a little dick. He knows it. Do you, do you think she's living a lie? No, it's not living a lie. No, she she obviously loves him enough to get married to him. Did she tell him his dick was big? No, then you're not (laughs) lying. I mean, that would probably be more embarrassing if you went, ooh, I love your big cock. And he's like, hey, look, I know the thing's about, you know, three inches. You know? You think you don't feel anything. I don't even even get to the wet part. Um. (laughs) 
That's fucking wrong. All right, how about one more? Okay. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Is it okay to fantasize about other people while you're going at it? Yeah, <laughs> it was both two married men. That's fucking a loaded ass question. I guess. No, I mean I don't know. It's not I, nice. It, it does it get you off? Then go ahead. I Never. Not. I swear to God. I, I'll swear on a stack of Bibles. And if I believed in God, that would actually make more sense. But uh, I'll swear in my agnostic book of uh, TV guide or whatever this is. Mm-hmm. Never. Not once have I ever. Uh, while going at it, fantasized about another person. Yeah, I don't. I I'm don't, way too focused on the. Yeah, that's, I'm focused. <laughs> I, I'm completely focused on what's going on. I don't. If I if if my mind wanders, then I start to. You can tell. Like I stop doing what I'm doing. Like I start to lose interest. Should I trade Ray Rice? Yeah. Um, no. I mean, I do. I think it's wrong. I don't know. Don't tell him. Well, yeah. I guess yeah. If you if you're gonna be like, hey, you know, George Clooney. That was, was really awesome. good. That was awesome. And by the way, I thought about my ex. <laughs> that was really no. Good. You don't T-Lo. you don't tell him. But I I've it's not something that uh, <laughs> I've had to experience personally because I know that if my if my mind wanders about something anything I completely lose what I'm doing. Yeah, it, I 100 percent agree, man. Like if you take your eye off the prize, it's it's you know you got to focus, man. Focus. You got to concentrate. You got a task at hand. So I guess the answer from uh, Doctor Luke and m- myself is you know whatever. Just don't tell the person. Like that's just a dick move right there. Yeah, don't you? <laughs> All these questions seem to be: Should I be a dick or not? No, you should not be a dick. Uh, got any more? Yeah, there's actually a couple more. Um, no, this is interesting. This this could be a long topic, so we might have to even save it for that. Are people hardwired to cheat? I'm not a cheater. I've never cheated. You mean like individually hardwired? Yeah, just, to like cheat? just uh, in general. I think most people would agree that look at we have uh, over fifty percent divorce rate or some shit like that. Uh, we see guys and girls getting together. Sometimes they're together for three months. Sometimes they're together for six years. But a lot of breakups happen. We know people that break up. Mm-hmm. I'm victims of breakups of girlfriends in the past, and I've been cheated on. Mm-hmm. So I guess the question just relies: Is every relationship kind of doomed to fail? No, that's a different. That's a completely different yeah. question. Or, or, or is every? Saying, yeah, it is a different people, question. Are people hardwired to cheat? Yeah, no. People are emotionally immature, and cheating is a is a is a byproduct of that. Okay, where they cannot emotionally commit to one situation, they can't. They can't say. I'm satisfied with what I have. That's a byproduct of being immature. It's a byproduct of our society where our society keeps telling people, you deserve better, you deserve more, you deserve this, you deserve that. When do you think cheating starts? I've gotten this question before. Like, is kissing cheating? Yeah, well, is that what you're that's, asking that's, me? That's, a great, that's a great jumping off point, is kissing cheating? I think, yeah. obviously, yes. Yeah. But to me, cheating starts... When you start lying to your significant other about who you talk to, well, you're emotionally cheating then. Yeah, and and so like so if let's just you know use me for an example, like if Allison said, I, "Oh, who were you talking to on the phone?" and it's some dude, oh, it was my sister. The fact that she told this little white lie that tells you that there's something that going tells on, me that right off. She the feels bat. guilty about that. Yeah, and and so Allison, <laughs> you fucking jerk, you son of a. Yeah, she, no, yeah, that's obviously never happened. But I'm just saying, in that hypothetical, that you know to me, <laughs> to me, that that's the start. 
Like they're right there. That's yeah. that's the beginning of the downward spiral of cheating. Like yeah. the second you start lying about what you're doing with your yeah. other, then but no, are people hardwired? No, they're just emotionally immature. You think the person that asked that question is looking for an excuse to cheat? I honestly, yeah, yeah, whoever asked asked that or they're question, trying to justify in their own. They're mind. trying to justify cheating. I cheat a lot. Uh, I must have. I must have some hardwire. Hey, you know, if, if I'm not going to think that a drug addict is a disease. I'm not going to think that you're hardwired to cheat. It's like the old, like, oh, men are supposed to just plant their seeds all over the place, man. That's nature right there. Yeah, That's right. nature. No, do I think that it's... I I mean... <laughs> no, you answered it. You answered it perfectly. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't... I don't I, you could be hardwired maybe where you're easily swayed. You know what I mean? Like where your mind will wander or you'll think about other things or you'll go, you'll consider it, mm. but nothing, not, there's no, nothing <clears throat> forcing you to do that. Absolutely. Jonah story of the week. Yeah. I recorded this, uh, podcast with Jonah last week and man, <laughs> did he fucking suck. <laughs> uh, um, to, to prove that I don't embellish Jonah, Jonah stories, I would like him to come on the next episode and, um, uh, Tell me if I'm embellishing this story. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> I wasn't at the story, so I am re, uh, recollecting other people's memories of it because I was asleep. Uh, Jonah was drinking, which should how that, that's how every Jonah story starts. That's actually Jonah's middle name. Yeah, jo- Jonah, was drinking. Jonah was drinking. <laughs> 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 you were talking about shirt ideas. Jonah was drinking Schneider. Is was drinking a, a, a native Indian name or <laughs> was drinking? No, Tana Montana. <laughs> so, that's, oh, just a side note. That's what uh, Aaron hit Jonah's. Uh, Jonah was drinking. Jonah's uh, confirmation <laughs> name is like Kichiwaka hey. something. It's like the native for only Native American uh, saint. It's. I and it's know. I can't remember, but Tackle Aaron, the Tabitha, yeah, like Sacagawea, uh, Sanders, yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> Aaron couldn't. It Aaron could never remember it, but he, she always thought it sounded like Hannah Montana, so she would always say Hannah Montana, and you could see Jonah just get pissed. So it's always it was always Hannah Montana, and she she stopped because she loves him, but I don't love him, so I still say it. <laughs> Jonah, Hannah, Miley, Montana, Cyrus, Schneider, yeah, yeah, whatever your fucking name is. Um, Anyway, he he uh, he he said in the last episode that you know the reason Nick's embellishing the stories is because he's just as drunk as I am, you mm-hmm. know. And which, and then he proceeded to say, "Well, I had three more beers." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, the line drawn in the sand is is those three beers, in my opinion. Yes, yeah. once you stop drinking, you start sobering. If you continue to drink, you know, you're, and they were chest to chest. And they, they were fucking, ch- you fucking liar. You were chest to chest with the guy. Now, granted, it wasn't for that long. I'll give him that. But, you know, they were chest to chest and then they were barking at each other yeah, with Milwaukee Jonah Jonah. saliva falling over this dude. All right. <laughs> so, so, okay, I wasn't at this story, but I'll just relate the fun part of the story that I've been told countless times. All right. So, Jonah is at my house drinking. I'm already asleep. So, there's only a few people awake. Allison. Uh, Andrew Nelson, uh, who as we've mentioned on the show a couple times, and Jonah. They're the only ones awake from what I understand about this story. There might be a couple of, like leftovers around Was that the, the night that Andrew wanted to play the Century Club and then quit after 12? It could possibly okay, be that night. Um, so this is at my house. 
And so uh, when I had these parties, people would spend the night, obviously, because we'd just get obliterated. And one of our guest hosts from another episode, uh, Stephen Michael Barda, uh, was fast asleep on the ground in my living room uh, by my back wall. So Jonah, in his drunken glory, uh, was basically blackout drunk, mm-hmm. which he says, you know, rarely happens. So <laughs> it rarely happens, except when he drinks. So he's so he was he was uh, apparently wandering around the house, and he thought he was in the bathroom. So Jonah stands over Steve, mm-hmm. unzips his pants, and he's about to start pissing. Mm-hmm. So Allison sees Jonah, and she's like, "Jonah, what the hell are you doing?" He's like, I'm just going to the bathroom. Then did he go, what? Hey, no, hey. no. He's, he's, he's like trying to justify Like, I'm just going to the bathroom. And she's and, and he starts pissing on the wall. So she's, she's pissing all over my wall. All right. Mm-hmm. So she's like trying to wake Steve up because Steve's in the, the splash zone at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, you got to move your head. You got to. And Steve, you know, was probably doing the Joan at that point. Like, what? <laughs> 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 like, no. So needless to say. Uh, Andrew Nelson was the voice of reason, and apparently he just undresses Jonah. He's like, the fuck is your problem? You piss on your friend's wall? And this is Andrew, because Andrew's a mild-mannered, easy-to-do kid, relaxed. He's just yelling and yelling at Jonah. Jonah breaks down in tears, just like, I don't know what's going on. Well... I told that story because you pissed me off. Don't <laughs> tell me I embellish stories, you fucker. So I would like you to come on the air <laughs> and defend yourself if that story is embellished or not. Yeah. Do you think it's embellished? I do. I mean, what? I, he I, doesn't remember anything. I don't know story. how you could make it less bad. <laughs> I mean, did he not pee? Did he not try to pee next to Steve's head? <laughs> um, yeah, he's going to hate me after this, so. That's okay. Uh, That's okay. I don't embellish stories. I tell them like I see them. I'm kind of blind, but I tell them like I I'm see them. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I I got tons of more stuff, but we'll save it for next week or probably in a few days. We got to record, and then we'll we'll do a nice uh, recording after the marathon. Well, I think. J- so. J- ah, yes, the thing where they you pay to run. Yes, I'll tell you all about that fun story. Um, one week left. Yeah, you then know, I run. Um, we got to. Uh, no, no, we gotta uh, go back to the Jonah reminded me of the questions that you asked me that he needs to answer. Oh, I got all that queued up. Yeah, I'm, I've I've saved him for a long time at this point because now I'm sure you've even forgotten what the questions I asked you. Yeah, I don't. So, remember. Yeah, I know you, you didn't ask me if I would be a shapeshifter. <laughs> <laughs> so, which is which? Which uh, Colleen, uh, one of our <laughs> listeners, wants on a T-shirt. I don't remember what the quote was that she wants. Uh, uh, the exact quote, I believe, is. He ruins being a superhero, which is one of my favorite. Like, so he does. I, I just want to point out, um, I, I put in the last Facebook update that I, I was making a new Raised in Bellwood song. Raised in Bellwood was the, uh, the if you want to call it a musical group, that I started back in 2001. I, I made like um, electronic dance music, EDM stuff. And uh, you're Ross yeah, from Friends. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I've been, I'm just gonna stick around and work on my music. <laughs> I've always loved EDM stuff. I don't know why, but needless to say, I uh, I started making a new song, and the name of the song is called Shapeshifter, and there's a reason for that. And uh, there's a, some uh, sound clips from a You're Gonna Get a Disease, which will be uh, made into song form. So I'm actually looking forward to posting that eventually. 
so in the meantime, everybody, uh, support uh, our cousin podcast, brother podcast. Uh, um, that just happened. Uh, support us. Uh, Every time I use it, I'm just what happened. I always want to say, "Oops, I did it again." <laughs> I forgot you told me that uh, because they're just because they talk I about those pop things and they like um what just happened and I'm like oops I did their it again. their last podcast they talked about comics for like 15 minutes and I was like really getting into it and I was talking to the the thing and I was like no 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 and I'm just thinking to myself oh my god why does my wife sleep with me and that's that's the only thing I could think of because I was getting like ingrained in the comic book conversation. Because when we're on their show, I'm going to look forward to that comic book conversation. You're just going to be like, I'm going to be in the back jerking off or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) This is more entertaining than comic books. I'll be like, comics! All right. So, anything else, brother? Nah, I don't know. It was good recording, man. Hey, good good to be back. Yeah, we got to do this again very soon. For Luke, this is Nick. Go get a disease, everybody! Bye.